Good afternoon, everybody. This is Paul, and I'm coming to you from Arizona this week for the latest episode of the Real Estate Playbook. Um, pretty comparable to Florida, hot, sunny, but as they say out here, it's a dry heat. I think I've heard that about 300 times since I got out here. Uh, today, my guest is none other than Mr. Brian Kanicki. How are you today, Brian? I'm good. Thank you, Paul. Of course, of course. You and I had um, some fun getting set up on our technology this morning, but uh, we did. That was I'm a dinosaur and clicking at these buttons, but uh, we got it worked out. Yeah, they weren't doing us any favors either. So no, they weren't. But Brian, I appreciate you taking time to sit down with me today. I just have a couple questions for you. Sure. Um, so we can just go ahead and get started if you're ready. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So I know a little bit about you, Brian. Um, you've been at the brokerage for a little while now. For the people out there that may not know about you, your background, why don't you tell us a little bit about that, how you got your start in real estate, and perhaps how you got to where you are now? Sure. Um, I'm, we're on, I'm honestly originally from Michigan, um, born and raised, and um, attended Central Michigan University. Um, started off really in law enforcement at 21 years old back in 1995 and did a 20 almost 26 years um, in law enforcement working up in Saginaw Michigan and then later down here in Clearwater Florida um, but I've been interested in getting involved in real estate for a long time now um, partly because of uh, the flexibility um, uh, my wife and I have three kids and I as a police officer uh, I missed a lot of uh, functions of holidays and birthday parties and sporting events and things like that. Um, and it started really wear on me at least. Um, so I was looking for a career change and really have 25 years in law enforcement um, uh, was enough for me at that point. So uh, my wife works here at the brokerage. Uh, my oldest daughter, Taylor, works here at the brokerage. Um, been knocking this around for three or four years and said, you know what, let's just do it. Got my license. Um, and then realized right away that, um, to do this and be successful in real estate, I needed to do it full time. Um, so I retired from law enforcement recently and I jumped in full head first, I guess you could say into to real estate and, um, have loved it here at 54 and, and really enjoyed the job a lot. Awesome. Well, first of all, thanks for your service to the community, Brian. I didn't know it was 26 years. That's that's commendable. So thank I want to thank you for that. Second of all, thank you for coming to 54 Realty. We are certainly glad to have you. Um, and it's a family affair. The Kinnickies are all here yeah. and we love you guys. Um, I was wondering, because I know <clears throat> you just said that uh, the struggles of real estate kind of necessitate that it become a full-time career. Mm. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about that in a minute here. But first, I kind of wanted to talk about uh, current market conditions and mm -hmm. perhaps if that was uh, intimidating to you all when you were coming in because I'm sure you had kind of heard a little bit about it coming in yeah uh, it is obviously still a very aggressive um, seller's market right now um, inventory especially in the Tampa Bay area is scarce uh, and we have a lot of folks not only who live here but are moving and relocating to Florida for a variety of reasons, whether it's political economics, whether it's just the, the sunshine. Uh, one of the main reasons we moved out of Michigan was really um, the weather. Um, so we have a lot of people relocating with uh, prices being as high as they are right now. It's very attractive for people to, to sell. Um, and we're getting uh, a lot of competition on, on the very few houses that we do see in the uh, hitting the market, quality houses. 
uh, we're getting um, multiple offers well over list price on a lot of homes and to do that on a part-time basis is, is i can't imagine um, you have to be fully invested you've got to be able to answer that phone and answer those emails um, if you've got any hopes in in obtaining some of these homes at least on the buyer side for for selling agents um our listing agents it's a uh, it, it's crazy busy as well but um it, it's i've I think from my limited real estate experience, I, I'm seeing the market maybe plateau a little bit, but I don't think it's going down at all at this point. Yeah, absolutely. I um I talked to a couple of people about the same thing. And like you said, they have seen again, plateau is probably a solid word for it, actually, now that I think about yeah. it. Just not necessarily a slowing down, but um a moderation almost. We've kind of mm -hmm. hit like a yeah. again, plateau. Um so knowing that going into uh starting your real estate career did you were you overwhelmed at all when you first began or did you kind of pick it up pretty quickly with the uh, advice i i think the the job itself yeah you know the the, the thing about this career is you, you have to be self-motivated you have to have a, a an internal drive um and i'm on uh the team with Mike Peoples and one of the first things you know he kind of instilled in me was that you you have to get up every day with a plan to do something because it's real easy when you don't have to be somewhere like I did for 25 years I had to be at work at a certain time or my phone rang and I had to respond to that particular issue um, you have to get up in this job and um, you know set goals for each day set tasks for each day um, so I think that's probably one of the biggest challenges for most people because you can get a, a real estate license, hang it on a wall and say you're a realtor <laughs> and then go have, you know, lunch with your friends and go play, you know, golf or go to the beach and you're still saying you're a realtor. Um, but to be a successful realtor, you've got to be out there hustling. And you, you see that in this industry, the folks that come in and they, they want, they have all the intent, best intentions in the world, but there's a lot of work that goes into this there's, and nobody's nobody's kicking you in the butt. You have to be able to do that for yourself because it's it, it truly is the people who show up and put the, the, the work in will be successful. Um, if you're not, they weed this themselves out. Absolutely. Yeah. And I um, just from personal experience, but also being at the brokerage and, you know, seeing people come and go, whether by fault of their own or otherwise. Um, I think you're absolutely right. I think you really need to dedicate yourself to it full time. Otherwise, you're going to get beat out by a full time agent um, in, right. in working with a client or otherwise. And I mean, it's sad. I I haven't been in real estate long enough, just like yourself, to say whether or not that is a, a byproduct of the current market or if that's just the way it's always been. Speaking to more veteran uh, agents, I think it's kind of always been like that. I mean, Mike's mm -hmm. been in the game, like you were saying, for a while. Um, last week I was talking to Ann. I don't know if you know Ann or not, but um, she's been in 15 years. And she actually, this kind of brings me to my next question, as a matter of fact. She wrote a book um, called So You Think You Want to Be a Real Estate Agent. Mm -hmm. And basically what it is, is um, tips for people who haven't started that uh, career path. They haven't gotten their license yet. Um, but not necessarily the sort of fluffy things that you tend to hear from some brokerages or other agents. It, it, she decided to get down to the nitty gritty and say, this is what could very possibly go wrong. These are the hurdles you may face and um, read this. And if you still decide that you want to do it, then great, do it. Right. Um, so I think that's valuable to people out there that are looking to get started in the career. On that same note, and to your point about putting in the full-time work, 
do you think there are any other struggles that maybe you have or haven't faced as a newer agent um, or you're anticipating that uh, other new agents might encounter as well? Well, for me, um, coming in a little older and a little, little more, um, I don't know, uh, salty. Um, I, technology is not my friend. I, I, and I'm better probably than most, but I'm not up to um, where you need, you need to be in this mark, in this job. Um, you need to be a little bit more tech savvy. You need to be able to market yourself. Um, cutting and pasting some pictures and throwing some text on it is high tech for me. So I, that's something that I have to continue to work on. But I also, you know, the, the plus here is that we have the support in, staff here in the marketing department that, you know, that you guys are a part of. And um, a lot of this, the, the infrastructure that we have here at 54 Realty um, makes that job a little bit easier. Um, and I talked to agents from other um, brokerages and, you know, I did, I did my due diligence before coming here, even though I had family working here, I, I went and looked at some of the, the cool, um, you know, national name brands and sure they might've had an office on the, you know, the, the, the water and stuff like that. But I talked to some of those agents and they're on their own. There's no leads. There's no support. They might be a part of a team who's taken a little bit of their commission, but they don't have anybody answering the phones. They don't have that support staff that we get here at 54, um, which makes us extremely unique in this, in this industry. But it's also very valuable for someone new like myself that I've got those people to lean on. I've got the, the this processes in place here in the infrastructure in place and the people who like yourself, you might not have a ton of experience in the real estate industry, but you are extremely in your whole office is extremely valuable in the marketing and the, that tech side and the social media side. And heck, just putting together this, this zoom call that we had, that we took a little time figuring out, um, you know, I would have, I would have punted this, this laptop a while ago and been <laughs> done with this, you know? So that's, that's the challenge for me. Um, you know, the other thing, when you bring up Anne's book and it's a great read for people who are getting involved in this or think they want to get involved in this, everybody thinks it's, you know, it's because they watch HGTV first off too much and they think <laughs> that's what this, this job's like. You're going to open some doors. They're all million dollar listings. It's just great. You deal with every walk of life here. You you deal with people um, who are moving because of of economics because of jobs but we i mean we have people who are fleeing domestic violence relations you know relationships we have people who are kicked out of places so you're dealing with people sometimes at at a, a fun time but also sometimes at a at maybe a low in their life as well and then the other side of real estate that people don't ever see is once that contract signed your your job really just began you've got mm -hmm. so many um nuances that have to be followed and have to and, and really have to be made um a priority um from appraisals and home inspections and financial contingencies and um that's not the the cool sexy side of real estate that you see on tv <laughs> shows um but it's some of the most important parts of this job and uh, if you're not on top of that stuff if you're the guy that maybe does great uh blogs and you know and it looks good in a suit that's great but if you're not taking care of the back end and really Ann's book talks about that and um when you're at one of those big name national brokerages you're on your own doing that stuff um you know this uh, i hate to turn this into a, a recruitment video here but <laughs> at the same time 
you know, I, I was amazed in when I tell other agents from other brokerages that I've got a transaction coordinator assigned to me. Um, they're like, how does that happen? Yeah. And I'm like, I have somebody that when I sign a contract, I, I get to meet with them and they, they take over a portion of that contract with me. And there are another set of eyes and ears and another person making sure all the T's are crossed and all the dies are eyes are dotted. Um, which is really unique here at 54. And, it, and I think it, it helps young guys into the industry like this, as well as the old salty dog, um, you know, <laughs> real estate veterans. Um, and that's why you kind of see like that family feel here. I mean, literally my family works here, but we all kind of get, we're like a family here. We really are. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Great points all around, Brian. And like you said, I don't, <laughs> I want to avoid maybe making it too much of a recruitment video, although sometimes yeah. it just naturally happens. Um, on that note, my next question was kind of about um, being a new agent. Um, do you think having a mentor is essential to your success? Because I know there are a lot of people that, um, again, maybe they go to a larger brokerage or they decide to be an independent agent somewhere and you know they think they can just kind of do it all on their own. And maybe they're good self-starters and they have read a lot about real estate or they watch a podcast or something maybe. Um, but do you think having that person that you can refer to when you have issues or questions is essential to your success? Absolutely. 100 um, percent. And, you know, whether you're like, like you said, whether you think you really know what you're doing, it, you need that person because there's so many different um, variables that can come up in in showing homes and, and writing deals. Um, you have to, you really need somebody to be able to, to call and more importantly, somebody who answers the phone, a lot of brokerages will, will sit down across the table from you and tell you, you've got all these support. And then I hear from bro or, or from agents there that I can't get anybody to answer the phone. They met their broker during a recruitment meeting and never saw them again. I see my broker every day. Yeah. I see, I see the owners every day. Um, I, I make a point of coming into the office and seeing staff and talking to people. Um, and I think that's important, but I, I think having someone that you can, can trust and can call and will answer the phone for you and you can run scenarios by and can help walk you through that first one, two, three deals, um, and kind of hold your hand is, is crucial in this, in this industry. Um, and it moves so fast and things happen so fast. And if you, uh, you screw up something, there's not a second chance sometimes on some of these deals. You may have a home that you're looking at that has a dozen or more offers on it. And if you forget a form, you forget a, a signature, they move on. Yeah. Um, so having that experienced mentor who's, you know, we, and we have some great team leads here, you know, um, and I can call Mike Peoples at any time. And if he's not available, our broker is available. Um, they answer our, our calls 24 hours, it seems like, seven days a week um, and because we truly take that team approach here. Um, and again, it, it's, it, that has helped me um, become a, a good agent, I think, in the beginning, you know, initially, is that I have all of that infrastructure. I have people to, to lean upon. Um, and, and that's a unique thing here for uh, a brokerage. And that's what makes 54 Realty special. Absolutely. We are more than special, my friend. Now, um, to your point about being a newer agent and um, having issues, having questions, mm -hmm. uh, having little roadblocks here and there, 
obviously in your case, we're fortunate enough to have the tools to overcome those things. I'm wondering for someone who um, is, is newer like yourself and is encountering these issues, um, who maybe not does not have the resources that someone here might have, mm -hmm. Do you think that becomes apparent to the client? Do you think it's easy for clients to tell when their realtor is struggling and maybe doesn't necessarily know what they're doing? I, I hope so. I mean, because they <laughs> want them to leave and come over our place. But uh, um, I think some fake, you know, can can fake it till they make it kind of thing. Um, but I think when you you don't have either a the experience or b the people who can help you out, I think unfortunately the client suffers more than anybody. Um, That's true you're you know if, if you still close the the realtor the broker they get their their check and if you put a client into the wrong house and i say this a lot and and it may even lose me some deals i i i'm not ever forcing anybody i'm not ever pushing anybody towards a house because i don't want them mad at me in six months or a year from now um and it's not about just making that one um deal that one can, it's about building a relationship with your client because what benefits you as an agent is having a an excellent relationship with your client where they seek you out they don't think about who's my realtor they know brian knicky their realtor and when anybody in their their circle of friends and family or co-workers begin to talk about um selling or buying a home or or just dipping their toe into the market there's no second thought about who they should refer that, that person to their friend and family to um, because you've built that relationship and I think if you don't know what you're doing and you don't know what you're talking about it, it does become ev evident um, at least some point through the process uh, and any kind of longevity you're going to have in this business you have to build through that relationship you build with the clients um, and keeping in in contact with them even after the closing is is crucial as well and i'm that's something that being a newer agent i'm i'm honing in on and beginning to kind of put my own processes together and how am i going to keep in contact with clients um you know a month six months a year down the road yeah absolutely um great points all around brian now that made me think of two things I've probably said this before on an earlier episode, but I used to work at a car dealership and obviously the dynamics a little different, but of course you have your salesperson, you have your client, you have a product that you want to get them into and hopefully it's a long-term thing for them. And you would see newer uh, salespeople come in and they just want to make their commission. They want to get that check. So they want to push people into whatever car they can find. Absolutely. But then that turns into an issue long-term because you have people returning cars. Oh, you just lost out on commission. You lost out on a client. You lost out on future business. And I just think that that's just kind of slimy overall, but that people have that interpretation of car car sales people anyway. Uh, and the second thing, um, you were talking about word of mouth and, and uh, expanding your sphere of influence, which is another thing I'm steadily learning about. But to me, it seems, you know, a lot of agents, brokerages, et cetera, spend tons of money on uh, lead generation and mm -hmm. things like that. And while those can be great and they certainly uh, will help your business, uh, I think just from what I'm seeing from an outsider perspective, it seems to be that word of mouth really is the most powerful tool of cultivating your business, cultivating a reputation mm -hmm. and really succeeding long-term. I wonder if you would agree. Absolutely. Um, I, I really think your, your word and your integrity um, go a long way. Um, you know, trying not to um, 
um, be pushy about any aspect of of sales really i think goes a long ways with with, with people but um if you can build that trust and they know that you're look you're looking out for their best interest not necessarily for a commission check um and i've heard it i've heard it from from agents where they when they're looking for homes they're looking what the commission is going to be for them be prior to the to feeling anything about um how it's going to fit for that family or, or for that person and i think um, I think that comes out. I think I think people start to see that, notice that, and those folks just don't make it long term in this industry, at least not with a very good reputation. So, as a realtor, I I think people are going to ultimately flock to to people who they can trust. And if you build that relationship with a client, uh, I I have you know not a lot of time in this industry, obviously, but I've got people that I've worked with didn't necessarily put them in a home, but they've referred me um to friends because of the relationship that we had and, and i've had to tell people maybe this isn't the time for you to buy right now what you're looking for and, and where you're at um it might be worth it to rent um and that's not that doesn't put money in my pocket that doesn't put money in the brokerage pocket but it was honest you know and it was probably the right thing to say at the time but what that person did was told their parents and told a friend who in turn called me within a month and I've gained two other clients out of that. Um, I so I I really think your reputation is built from day one. Um, and like any industry, you can do fifty things to make it a positive impact. You do one bad thing. You do one thing where you have a negative relationship. That's where everybody hears about. So you've got to constantly be, mm -hmm. be very aware of how you're treating people, um, being honest with people, being of, of the highest integrity and working your butt off for them as well and i think people see that sense that and value that and ultimately that's the agents that you see having longevity longevity in, in the real estate business absolutely i mean i think about it this way uh you know when you go to look up a new restaurant on google or yelp or whatever you always see the bad reviews first don't absolutely. you <laughs> yeah nobody gets on there and really says positive things they get on there when they're mad they get on there when they're when they're mm -hmm. upset and something bad happens and they they need a forum um, a lot of times just to get that information out and to get it out and feel better about it. But um, you got to build fifty of those positive yep. to offset the one negative. Unfortunately, so stay You're absolutely right. Stay positive. Stay work hard on the the fifty thousand dollar land deal or the one point five million dollar beach home. Mm -hmm. Treat them all the same. All the same. I think that's a good policy, Brian. Um, I just had a couple more questions for you, my friend, then I'll let you uh, get out of here. I know you got somewhere to be. Um, these ones are a little less related to uh, the real estate business as it is and more related to yourself. Sure. Um, so the And they're kind of fun, so you, you can answer it however you choose. So the first one, I know you just wrapped up, you said 26 years in law enforcement and yeah, you just started this real estate career. But let's say you found yourself doing something different. What would you see that being if you could have chosen something else? Well, I wanted to be a baseball player. Um, uh. <laughs> so it works out well that I'm working, you know, in a, in a team with, the, with a guy who used to be a pro baseball player, but, yeah. <laughs> um, I played with a lot of really good players, um, growing up and in through high school and, um, had the pleasure of playing with a lot of kids who, um, ended up going uh, on and playing either at the collegiate level or both, prof uh, the professional level as well. Um, so I thought it was pretty good because I hung out with those kids, but, uh, I learned pretty quick that, uh. Um, I was more human than they were. So um, I would have loved to have been a baseball player. I would have loved to to do something in sports, whether it be um, 
something with uh, broadcasting. Uh, I did a little stint back in way back in old Brian uh, life on radio back when, you know, there was actual radio stations that played music and um, that was fun. Did a little bit of disc jockeying. So if I could have done something in sports broadcasting, that that would have been probably a a really cool avenue for me. I could definitely see you doing that, man. You got to, I mean, I'm used to, um, you know, I'm not going to badmouth anybody or anything, but occasionally when I do interviews here and there and people kind of give me these shorter answers, but Mm -hmm. You got it, man. You got it. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Now, I would. Some people would say I'm a little long-winded, but uh, <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. I you know, really do. You, you know, and to segue to um, something, uh, I know we've talked about some attributes for successful agents. I think one of the things that we do or we need to um, stress more is is good communication skills. But a big part of communication is learning when to be quiet and listen to people. That's true. Um, and that's tough for a lot of people. Um, I utilize that both in my law enforcement career as well as as a realtor. Um, just putting a little nugget of information out there and, and sitting quietly. It forced people don't like that quietness, right? So when I was interviewing bad guys, let's just say, um, and you're sitting in a room with a detective and you know you've done a number of crimes you're not sure what this guy's talking about whether it's from a, a theft to a robbery to a homicide it, um i would get bad guys just to say things uh, about stuff by just being quiet i think in this industry it's important for us uh, as realtors to sometimes just say not about how much you want to spend and how many bedrooms but what's your lifestyle so that helps me figure out where a good place for you and your family to be um, so having good communication skills and learning how to listen to people um, more than talk sometimes um, as I'm rambling on again. But uh, <laughs> I think that's a, a crucial um, skill for a successful realtor. Absolutely. And I could see that being a powerful negotiation tactic as well if Absolutely. you find yourself in that scenario. Um, and I've, I've definitely heard similar things from whether it be like a psychology professor or whatever. But yeah, if you just sit in silence, you know, people will want to fill that space with something. They will. So, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, Brian, I just had one more question for you, sure. sir. Um, so this is how we end pretty much every episode. Um, so this is probably pretty topical for you. So if you could speak to um, a newer agent out there or a struggling agent, maybe somebody who just got started or somebody who is just getting started, and you could speak to them and give them a word of advice, um, what would you say? Find someone successful in that industry, whether it be a friend, family member, somebody at your brokerage, and seek them out and ask them um, for guidance, ask them for um, for help. Um, I think it's important to identify those people who are um, extremely successful. And we have a handful of agents here, really more than that, um, who are always uh, our top producers, are always closing you know, tens of millions of dollars um, a year. So aligning yourself with those, those people, um, picking what works that they do uh, and utilizing that or transforming that to something unique that you can do as well, uh, I think is extremely important. Um, to, to piggyback off of what I said earlier, I, I really was trying to dip my toe into real estate and maybe work a few more years uh, in law enforcement. Uh, and it scared me to, to leave that full-time 
you know, insurance and a check every two weeks to go to a career that really is what you make of it, but unknown yeah. for me. Um, and I really met with Mike Peoples uh, a couple of times and, and, and expressed those concerns. Uh, and he laid out a, a plan for me, it's essentially of, of taking leads and how to follow up with people, how to market myself. Um, and really in, you know, the first couple months, I, 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 th I thought I was doing well and I'm, and I'm hearing that I'm, I'm doing fairly well here. Um, you are. <laughs> I'm closing a lot of deals. I, um, but I think I, I still go back to Mike. I still talk to, to people like Chris and Jordan and Ann, and I talk to Joe, uh, you know, our owner, and I take whatever nugget of information I can from them and try to utilize that as best I can from my personal business. Uh, so I think it's, it's, it's crucial to find successful people, whether it's real estate or whatever industry you're in, um, and figure out what made them successful. Because we can say, yeah, you got to work hard. Well, you need a little bit more than that. The other, the other thing for a new agent is really learn the systems at your office. Learn, learn the ins and outs of your CRM. Learn the ins and outs of your marketing um, and, and your entire systems, the processes you have in place, so that you are become an expert in that. Um, that it, I, I think is, is extremely beneficial as well. I absolutely agree, sir. Let the technology be your friend, you know, absolutely. <laughs> unlike us an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, we were banging rocks together trying to make something happen. So. Well, we made it happen, my friend. And again, yeah. I, I really appreciate you making the time to sit down with me today. No problem. I appreciate you, uh, you know, asking me to be on the podcast. Yeah, of course, man. Yeah. You were at the top of my list. I actually, <laughs> I talked to Taylor first. I was like, I don't know, Good. is your dad, does he like this kind of thing? I don't know. And she was like, oh, he loves it. So yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm perfect. Good it. I'm good with it. So <laughs> anytime, anytime you, you, you need someone, I'm here. Awesome, Brian. Well, for the people out there who might be listening, uh, who want to buy or sell a home, maybe with Brian Kanicki, where can they reach you, sir? Absolutely. Um, Brian Kanicki at 54 Realty, 813-553-5440 is my cell or Brian Kanicki at 54realty.com. Perfect. I'll put that at the bottom of the screen and everything. And uh, once again, thank you, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. All righty. All right, folks. Thank you again for tuning in. This is actually episode number nine. Don't quote, wow. don't quote me on that, but um, we want to do something special for number 10. So I'm hoping that I'll remember when we get there. Uh, that being said, go ahead and follow us on all of our social media handles. I'm going to put them in the description down there, Instagram, Facebook, etc. Subscribe on YouTube and Spotify, please, so you can see our pretty faces every week. And um, what else is there? Uh, the website is out now, therealestateplaybook.com. If you want to be on the podcast, you can fill a form out there, and uh, we'll have a nice little chat. And um, I think that's pretty much it. So uh, once again, uh, stay safe out there, and we'll see you next week.